Well, it seems weird to give a welcome to a service uh, well after an hour of it starting, uh, but welcome. Thank you so much for coming here tonight. Thank you, uh, those of you who call Restoration your home. Thank you for guests and friends and families who've come to celebrate this beautiful moment with us. Welcome to those of you of the live stream who are watching from home. Uh, this is such a wonderful, blessed evening. Thank you so much for coming here and being a part of this amazing celebration. Uh, Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you for you are risen from the dead. You are worthy of all praise. You are the Lord of lords and the King of kings. Open our hearts, Jesus, that we might hear from you this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, my message will be short tonight because there is a lot more that we have to do. Praise the Lord. So the French uh, Pyrenees Mountains are some of the most magnificent, beautiful mountains in the entire world. But hidden deep beneath these limestone monsters is an elaborate system of caves. And in particular, there's one cave called the Black Cavern. And to journey to this cave is very difficult. Some of you may have done this, I don't know. But to go into the Black Cavern requires a one-mile hike underground. You're hiking through darkness upon cold, wet stone. And you on your way, you pass these magnificent um, visions of, of these. You go through these large chambers and these side passages. You pass through these, you pass by these icy black lakes. And you pass by these stalagmites that are like 30 feet tall. And the only light you can take with you is just one small, tiny light. Well, eventually you arrive to the Black Cavern, which is the home to something truly remarkable unbelievably ancient cave paintings, artwork, all the way at the bottom of this cave. And when I, see, when I say ancient, I mean 15,000 years old. And these are paintings of animals, bulls and horses and deer and mammoths. These are what still remain to this day upon the walls of the cave. It's like you're stepping into some sort of prehistoric underground cathedral of some sort. And as one gazes upon these ancient paintings, you begin to lose sense of time. It's like you're transported into another world entirely. Your imagination uh, just takes off and you begin to wonder, what in the world inspired these prehistoric people to journey down into the bowels of a mountain to paint these scenes of majestic beasts? Why would they risk their lives to create this kind of artwork? An author uh, who I've recently started to enjoy, Paul Kingsworth, he, he reflects on his journey down into the Black Cavern. And he says, whoever was here and whatever they were doing, they were forging a connection to something way beyond everyday reality. These paintings spring from a sense of power and smallness, of wonder and awe. There is a reaching out to something beyond human comprehension. Does this remind you of something? They saw something more than meat and sinew, matter in motion in the creatures that moved around them. They saw creatures in which something of God was eminent. And so if you were to go down into that black cave, you would encounter something sacred. Well, friends, tonight is an encounter with the sacred. Is it not? Were not your hearts gripped by the stories and the colors and the light 
and the, the, <laughs> the flowers, all of this beauty around us? Did we not encounter sacred? In fact, all of these, I would say that all of the events of this past week is like one long descent into the coldness of a lifeless cave. Now, if you recall, this week began with Jesus arriving in Jerusalem, having a final meal with his friends, and then he's betrayed by one of them into the hands of religious leaders, condemned to death upon a cross. And after he dies, his friends take his body into a hole in the side of a mountain, and his body descends into the dark tomb of this cold, black cave. Well, tonight, our service began in darkness. We came here tonight in the darkness of night, in the darkness of the Parkway Movie Theater, (laughs) in the darkness of a city that has been broken by hatred and violence, in the darkness of a world that has been oppressed by a plague and corruption. And we come here in the darkness of of loneliness, all of us that have experienced this over this past year, Darkness of anxiety, darkness of fear. We have all been descending into the darkness of a cave this entire year. Well, why do we come again tonight in darkness? Because it's within the darkness of humanity's greatest evil ever committed. The murder of God's only son. It's in the middle of this darkness that something sacred emerges. And don't be fooled. Tonight is is much, much more than just a bunch of nice people telling nice stories. No, this is a full and mystical night. This act, what we have been doing up here, is a holistic act of prayer. This is something that is involving the mind, the body, and the heart, and the soul. This is a sacred moment. This night is rooted in real historic events, verified by history. This is a night that is recorded in the living word of God's scripture. This is a night that has been handed down to each one of you by spiritual mothers and fathers, generation after generation. This is a night that is treasured by Holy Mother Church. This is a night that is blessed by God Almighty himself. This is the night in which Jesus Christ rose from the dead. I just heard an hallelujah out there. (laughs) And right now, we are mystically folded into this act. We're not just telling a story. We're actually experiencing it. We're transported outside of time. We're united with Christ here in this moment. This is a night in which we get to see and experience the victory over darkness. This is freedom from sin that is proclaimed tonight and absolutely unleashed. We get to experience the grace of new life that is poured out upon us tonight. Our service began, all of us back there, uh, uh, well, the the service began in the the liturgy that we said was this is the Passover of the Lord, in which by hearing his word and celebrating his sacraments, we share in the victory over death. Friends, we're not just hearing the word tonight, we're living it. We're breathing it. We're memorizing it. We're imprinting it. Did I knock something over? What was that? Oh, gosh. I'm like, something's going to catch on fire. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, the parkway would not let us back, would they? We are, we are memorizing the word of scripture here. We're being shaped and fashioned by it. You will forever remember the events of tonight. 
And we're speaking it out. We're proclaiming it. The word is getting things done in each of our hearts this evening. And we're not just celebrating the sacraments tonight. We're absolutely immersed in it. We're soaked in it. The water is running down our heads. We smell the holy oil. We eat the bread. We smell the burning sacred fire. And we're not just sharing in the victory of Christ this t- tonight. We are experiencing it. Our hearts are ignited tonight. Our souls are set free by the abundant new life promised by the risen Christ, our elder brother who has gone before us. And those of you on the live stream, you are our brothers and sisters at home, and you're united with us by the power of the Holy Spirit. You are here with us in the room as well, being shaped and changed and formed by these things also. So my question to you, both those of you who call Restoration your home and friends and guests and families who've joined with us, is what is the cave that you have lived in this last year? What is the darkness that you have felt has been absolutely inescapable from this last year? What forces of oppression have pulled you down into the grave? What insults have pierced your heart? What guilt or regret do you carry? What burdens hold you down and paralyze you? What sins have been like nails through your own body, rendering you immovable? How have you been betrayed by closest friends and loved ones, beaten and left alone in the dark? It doesn't matter if you uh, call restoration your home. It doesn't matter if you're a friend of ours. It doesn't matter if you came in off the street because you're like, hey, I've got nothing else to do. It doesn't matter if you're looking around the room right now going, what in the world did I sign up for? (laughs) What am I doing in here? Maybe God wants you here tonight because he wants to know that he has conquered all of it. He has conquered sin that paralyzes us. He conquered darkness that oppresses us. He has conquered it all. That is the victory that we proclaim tonight. Doesn't it touch you? Hasn't it already touched you? Hasn't the beauty of this evening lifted up your heart tonight? We proclaim tonight the victory over sin, and you can come and experience it. You can come and be a part of this. You can trust in Jesus. You can proclaim your love for him. You are invited into this beautiful family full of laughter and light and love. You also can experience the sacredness, no matter how dark the cave is that you have dwelled in. You can taste and see the goodness of the Lord tonight. So I invite you to come back. It doesn't stop here. In fact, we celebrate Easter for not five more days, but 50 more days of this feasting. It's going to continue. We are going to party well this next, probably longer than 50 days. Who are we kidding? It's been a rough year. And you are invited to come and participate in that with us. We would love for you to join our family. May you be our brothers and sisters tonight, united by the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we're going to transition to baptism a little bit. We've got six baptisms tonight. Praise the Lord. Well, let's pray, and then we will get started with that business. Lord Jesus Christ, we love you, and we adore you, and our hearts are captured by you. Oh, we are in awe of your beauty and grace. Lord, we laugh because you have achieved the impossible, the forgiveness of sins. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's in your name we pray all these things. Amen.